Like, you really couldn't have come up with a different property for her. Yeah. Wasn't she on, like, Darcy's Wildlife? Wasn't yeah. She, she was Aquamarine. Aqu- yeah, I'm down for Darcy, down for Aqua. Leave Marnie alone. Yeah. Like, let Kim That's thrive. not my Marnie. I'm sorry. And I think the movie suffers because of it. Because It does, because ev- I remember everyone being like, wait, <laughs> that's not the same girl. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's not the same. Like, she's not the same... Her vibe is totally different. It's totally different. It's a brand new character. That's why I don't count it. It's not canon. Sorry. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spill and Diz Tea. I'm Sakura. And I'm Brayden. And today we're talking Disney, Disney Channel, Channel Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, baby. Boo. It's spooky season. Spooky season. We have Drac in the house. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. So, how are you today, Brayden? I'm good. Amidst the spooky season. I'm good. I'm excited for Halloween, even though there's not much to do because everything's closed. Yeah. Um, can't really have a party, but you know what? Make the best of it. I've already carved two pumpkins. Ooh, what'd you make? So my first pumpkin was supposed to be the, I mean, it's kind of ironic now I think about it. It was going to be the sun from Tangled, like yeah. the flag, and the kingdom's <laughs> called Corona. So it was going to be the Corona sun, and it did not pan out so i tried doing like a moana heart of defeaty thing that didn't really work out so that one's a (laughs) write-off um and then i made a mickey mouse pumpkin which i was pretty proud of cute we should post pictures of our pumpkins yeah let's do it yeah we're gonna do do that definitely got inspo though so like i can't take credit for the design but we carved them we did carve them yeah we did um what about you What, what are your pumpkins um so i've done well, I did two. I was supposed to do three, but I just ended up not carving the last one. But I did one like three weeks ago and it was, what was it? Do you remember what it was? We threw it Cheshire out. Cheshire Cat. Oh, the Cheshire Cat. Yep. Did that. There was no need to have any pictures of that. It's thrown <laughs> out. We don't need to see that. I think you did a good job. No. My second pumpkin was Jack Skellington, and that one was sick. Yeah, it's really good. I one. wasn't even really trying that hard, but it ended up working. So that one's good. And then the third one, I just, like, gave up. Like, Brayden was working so hard on Mickey Mouse, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> just, like, used to Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, kind of drawing on it for a second. I was like, nah, this is not happening right now. So it's just outside looking cute with some marker scribbles, you know? You know, if you ever have a hankering to carve a pumpkin in the next couple days, it's out there waiting <laughs> It's out you. there, Yep. <laughs> So hey everyone, welcome back to Spill and Dis Tea. This is the podcast where we sip and spill on all things Disney. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Grab yourself a cup of tea and get ready to dive in with us to the wonderful world of Disney. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I'm so excited for this episode because like it's gonna be a lot of like nostalgia and like going back in time and like going through decom, uh, yeah, decom Halloween. That was just such an iconic time in our mm-hmm. lives. Like no kid in history will ever have that experience because that was just such a good time, you know? Yeah. Oh, syndication. Oh, syndication. <laughs> so before we get into our Diz news, what are you drinking today? 
Um, green, what is it? Green tea, matcha, matcha green tea. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yes, in my Bambi mug. Because I only have two mugs to choose from. <laughs> so we're going with this one today. What about you? Um, I'm drinking some peppermint tea. Um, you know, good for the vocal cords. Yes. Out of my <laughs> really ratchet, um, Ripped Walmart. Up, melted. Melted. <laughs> color-changing frozen mug destiny awaits it was cool when you first got it but that mug has been through so much yeah but it's you know even its arm is like glued back on like i'm not parting with it until i physically cannot drink out of it anymore it looks like Anna has like devil horns i know yes and she's got like some tattoos on her face i don't know man you really abuse that thing this is the first mug I bought for myself. I mean, probably not, but this is the first <laughs> mug I bought since like living on my own. So, okay. What, what's the news in the world of Disney? What's the news? What's going on right now? So we know that, uh, Raya is coming out with a trailer. Yes. Tomorrow. Um, as we're tomorrow. So either this is going to be out when the Raya trailer comes out or it's going to be a day after. So, but at this point we don't know what the what's going on in the trailer and i'm so excited what about you you've been screaming about a raya trailer since like february i'm telling people that it's coming out when it's not like who are your sources (laughs) i'm so excited i'm so so excited i i was hoping it would be wednesday because i was thinking about it the other day we heard news that it was coming out the next two weeks and i was really hoping it was gonna be sooner rather than later and I was anticipating it would be a Wednesday because usually Disney's release strategies, either trailers are usually Mondays, Wednesdays, or Fridays. So yeah, I'm just, I'm super mm-hmm. stoked. I didn't expect the poster to drop this morning and I, I'm in love with it. It's so cool. It's like the whole vibe that this is giving me, is giving me a lot of like Avatar The Last Airbender vibes. Yeah. Um, Zuko and the two, Zuko, Zuko, Kubo and the two strings. I just mix those two. <laughs> those two things together and i just i love the rain it's so dramatic and i think that's gonna be like a huge motif and like aesthetic of this film is like Mm -hmm. the rainforest yeah um which is awesome yeah the details are just crazy like her sword her like her her cuffs on her sleeves um i love her red cape i think that's really cool yeah i mean definitely i'm we we don't really see her face in this poster but i'm definitely getting some like moana vibes just with like the color palette (laughs) yeah um but you know what two princesses can wear the same color that's totally fine well moana's more like orange than than she doesn't look like she's wearing well i guess kind of but like i don't i don't know i feel like a lot of raya's branding is gonna have with that hat like we're gonna see her with that hat all the time yeah I feel like the hat's going to be, like, the whole, like... You know in Pocahontas and in Moana, they're, like, passed down these heirlooms? Yeah, oh my... I'm passing down the hat. This was your mother's hat. Oh my gosh! That might be a thing. And I know tonight, um, Asna, sure, she was the producer of Moana and is also producing Raya. She has an event tonight where she's going to be talking about kind of the making of um, both films. So I'm really interested to see... Um, if she kind of like spills some tea on that, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I can kind of see this, you know how when Frozen came out, it was very much like, it took a lot from the Tangled playbook in terms of the marketing Mm -hmm. and the stylization. Um, I can see kind of Raya sort of writing like this, 
this like hodgepodge of like of Frozen twos like kind of darker side and then also like the Moana vibe of it. Yeah. Um, I'm still so excited for it. Yeah, I know, honestly. And I wonder, like, is it gonna be on Disney Plus? That's the thing. So far, they're sticking with the theatrical release date because on the poster, it's uh, in theaters. But we'll see because that kind of brings us into our next story Mm -hmm. about how... um, Well, yeah. So then the next bit is that Disney Plus uh, or Disney is deciding to allocate and prioritize more of their content towards Disney Plus. Um, And I I find that really interesting since, you know, they kind of put out that statement, but... Raya is still set to theaters, meaning mm-hmm. that they're anticipating Raya going to theaters. But March is so soon. Like, I feel like that would be a property that, they, that you would commit to Disney Plus. That's only th- like five months out. Yeah. I think probably the way they see it, though, is they're like, because the theaters are definitely the most lucrative way to release a film, without a doubt. Um, so they're probably just like, you know, waiting to see what happens because then worst case in February, they can be like, okay, no, we're going to release it on yeah. Disney Plus. Um, I mean, I'd love to see this in theaters. We don't know what the situation is going to be like in five months. So we'll see. But yeah, I guess Disney is really trying to focus on building their subscribers and um, really like fill out Disney Plus. Which is interesting because we just saw Soul got the Disney Plus release date. So it's kind of interesting that they're like, you know, oh, these animated films, we can just put them on Disney Plus. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because like, you know, I want to see them, but at the same time, I don't like them being treated like they're the lesser Disney value Plus product. content. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Disney Plus hasn't necessarily been um notorious for putting out content that could also sustain in theatrical in the theatrical environment so it's kind of like already it has this brand and image of like oh you're releasing on disney plus okay you're going to be automatically a lesser quality film yeah so definitely disney plus i think they're really trying to set out to make disney plus content something that is valued and something that is of quality Mm -hmm. because we can see that with the Mandalorian, and then with the upcoming Marvel shows where they're going to tie into these theatrical franchises. But yeah, so I think if Disney... Like, I think Disney's really trying to make an effort of being like, this is being released on Disney+, Plus, but it's still something that shouldn't be looked down upon and still something that should be held to the same... Standard. Standard as our theatrical products. But then you also can't... You have to be putting out continuously good content because if you're putting out i'm sorry but if you're putting out lady and the tramps all the time (laughs) then you know it's going to be oh this is like the disney channel because right now disney plus is essentially it feels kind of like the disney channel of now of streaming yeah um so we'll see i hope that they i really want to see them prioritize disney plus but i also want to see these films get like the spotlight they deserve yeah i don't want soul to turn into another onward um if it does well on Disney Plus, I think it could still have a really big presence in um, like the Disney company. Yeah. So we'll see. I really hope so. I mean, this whole thing is going to affect like not even just Disney, but every film and production company. Like, how are they going to be releasing their films? At least Disney has this property that you know, if they do 
begin to switch up how they how they brand themselves and the content that they put out that they they will be able to attain that and you know maybe even charge more that might be their their end goal to start to up their prices for disney plus or maybe kind of do what crave does and like have its own unlocked section of like new releases and like theatrical level films maybe that you have to pay like an extra five bucks or something for yeah so it'll be interesting to see what they do in that case because i I'd, I'd love to see raya in theaters but i don't see it happening yeah you know and because even by corona's not going to be gone by then and even if it's better theaters are not going to be open like it just you know yeah we were doing really well in the summer and they didn't open then yeah well some smaller ones did but like not to the extent where it was worthy enough to put out mulan or any other property yeah i think what i see happening is even despite well i think corona's definitely impacted um the movie theater landscape but what I see happening is movie theaters, once they do reopen, I see a movie being in theaters for maybe like a three week, three to four week period for people. Because there are people that, like us that want to go to movie theaters. And given the choice, if we can watch a movie at home or in the movie theaters, I think we both would rather go to the movie theaters. And a lot of people have that mindset. So I can see them doing a thing where it's like, you know, it's out for three weeks or something. And then it will come to Disney Plus for whatever. Yeah. Um, I just think that window is going to be shortened because a lot of people, a are not well, a are not going to want to go to movie theaters because of cost or because of safety or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh man, this is going to be interesting to see. But on the bright side, at least we're getting more content, a trailer. Um, and speaking of Disney Plus, we're getting the new Once Upon a the, the new Once Upon a Snowman Olaf short this Friday. Oh yeah, that Friday's a big day. Yeah, Friday is a big day. Okay. Um, Anyways. So for Marvel casting, I'm probably going to mispronounce this name, but she's an actress from Netflix's Babysitter's Club. Uh, Zochil Gomez, cast member, has been cast to appear in the upcoming Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness movie. Um, her role hasn't been technically specified, but it's pretty clear that she's going to be playing America Chavez, which is, for those who don't know, she's kind of like... Um, like, she's, she's sort of, like, a Captain America-type character in just the fact that she's a very patriotic character. Yeah. Like, the American flag is a huge part of her costume. Um, she can punch, like, star-shaped holes into reality and, like, pop through them and stuff like that, which is really cool. I think she's from another planet. Um, she's a bisexual character with two mothers, so she's, like, an alien character. Oh. Um, and she's a Latina character. So, um, that's pretty exciting. Honestly, these new characters are just getting so diverse. Mm -hmm. Have they always just had these diverse characters in the Marvel Universe and they just never brought them to light? I think they're more recent. I think in terms of the comic books, these ones are more recent. Like, okay. the last, like, ten years or so. Okay. But I'm glad that the MCU is trying to integrate these new characters. Yeah. And I'm really glad that it, it kind of seems like what they're trying to do with this new saga is diversify. Or at least that's yeah. one of their goals. Um, in all verticals so. yeah and like another thing that i'm noticing is that like everyone they're introducing they're like a lot younger like they're like baby yeah. avengers you know yeah it looks like they're trying to set up like young avengers which kind of brings me back to because the rumor is that they're planning a young avengers film or young avengers series which are basically just young 
Avengers like, <laughs> superheroes that are younger. They're, they're around like, like they're like teenagers. Yeah. Um, which is cool, but if they're a series, it's just gonna feel very Disney Channel. So like that's the thing. Like I don't know how I necessarily feel about that because. You know, the whole enjoyment of Marvel is that it can be enjoyed by everybody. And, you know, one of Marvel's specialties is being able to disguise a superhero plot in any kind of movie, whether it be horror, a thriller, a comedy, um, you know, a family-friendly movie, like whatever. They've done so much spy movie. And, you know, I feel like with, you know, with them kind of putting out these different ones that are all probably going to follow, like, a Peter Parker format. Like, what is that doing to the Marvel brand? You know, it's like, is this, like, mostly the content that we should be expecting from you now? Is it going to be just more of, like, a side thing? Like, Like, the way I was kind of getting at or seeing things is that, like, we'd be moving into, like, kind of, like, a new Avengers, but I didn't realize they'd all be kids. Yeah, you know? like, I want to see Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange and Peter yeah. Parker team up. Like, I don't really want to see these new characters. I mean, I'll hold judgment until I see them. Yeah. But it's interesting, especially because kids love these characters. Yeah. Um, like, the already existing superheroes. Yeah. So... Regardless of age. Yeah. Like, I don't... There's no real need to, like... A plot to appeal to a younger audience using younger characters because these characters love superheroes regardless. Um, whereas it could have a negative effect on the older audience. Like they're not going to want to watch a bunch of Spider-Man far from homes, you yeah. know, like it's a, yeah. it's a type of movie that you want to watch sometimes, but that's not, you know, I don't think that the entire Marvel brand is going down that road, but you know, I'm just seeing like a lot of new characters that they're introducing kind of take that format. It almost seems like they're kind of going to do their... It, it looks like they're going into two different directions. Like, it looks like they're doing... Because they're setting up the whole secret invasion thing with the scrolls for Captain Marvel. Yeah. But then they also have, like, the multiverse ripping open, which we already know is going to happen at yeah. the end of WandaVision. And then they have the Young Avengers. So it's like they're kind of just, like, going off into these different directions. I mean, maybe they'll all kind of, like, meet up at the end. Yeah. Can you imagine what I missed? <laughs> okay. Okay. Steep of the day. Just a little steep. Just a little steep. Um, we want to get into the main discussion. Yes. So. so with Olaf's short coming out, it kind of reminded me of, you know, how Toy Story as a brand, they, you know, they had their sequels, they had their theatrical shorts they did for a little while after the third film. Um, and then they also had some like, television special so they had their christmas special they had their halloween special and then with frozen um it kind of took a similar approach in having like the short films and then olaf's frozen adventure yeah um and now this new olaf short and i'm wondering it's really interesting because they haven't done that with any other brands really um disney or pixar mm-hmm and it's interesting because you'd think that this formula that they've applied to Frozen and Toy Story, they'd want to recreate with different brands, especially a film like Zootopia, which, you know, made a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, I remember when it first came out, I was like, oh, they could totally do something like like Easter related or some weird like Halloween special or Christmas special or something. And they just didn't. So do you think Disney is going to eventually like try to do that with more brands or like, what do you think? So I think that's really funny because 
I almost feel like overall that kind of content is almost diminishing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like a couple of years back, if you look back about a decade, there were so many brands that, um, you know, had uh, holiday versions, had holiday specials. Um, and that was always such like a big thing, you know, the premieres and all that And, you know, as we kind of like are going into this like new age, not seeing that much of it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it has to do with the fact that, well, I'm kind of speaking overall, I'll touch on Disney in a second, but I kind of feel like with streaming and the way that content is made available to us, our attention spans go like that. So there's no like brand that can sustain an annual period to have a Halloween special, to have a Christmas special, to have people care about it, mm-hmm. you know? Brands like Frozen, though. Frozen was big enough to, you know, do a Christmas special. That was nice. I'm like, where's the Halloween special at, you know? Yeah. Like, not care about the spooky season? Come on. But yeah, I think also Zootopia could have, you know? I feel like Zootopia, they're not utilizing Zootopia properly. Yeah, There's a lot they could do with that. So much. And I feel like it's like they... It's almost like um like a Pixar movie in Disney format. Who knows? Maybe with Disney Plus, it opens an entire realm of opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe that could be a thing. Maybe they weren't producing as many of these Halloween Christmas specials because it's like, where do we put them? Disney Channel was on a decline at that point. Um, and, you know, it's taking a while for, for streaming to get up and running. But now they have their own streaming platform. So maybe they might take advantage. Yeah. Not that we're really seeing much right now besides the classics, but maybe give them a year, you know? They're about a year into Disney Plus operations. Like, I think next year will be a lot better for content. I could totally see, like, Zootopia having shorts. Yeah. Like, it just, the world building just opens itself. Yeah. So much. Yeah. It could literally be an entire show Mm -hmm. with, like, four seasons. And especially with, like, I think the reason, remember um, at the beginning of quarantine, they released those at home with Olaf shorts on YouTube. Yeah. And a lot of those, I mean, they were very simple. It was basically just character animation. Um, But I think a lot of these are made during quarantine because these animators, you know, are looking for stuff to do. So it's interesting. Maybe they did make some shorts. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. Little steep. Little steep. It was cute. Little thought for you. If they did a Halloween special, what... um, like, what franchise could you see them doing, like, a Halloween special for? Which franchise lends itself the most? It doesn't even have to be, like, Halloween proper. It can just be, like, spooky. Yeah. Honestly, I think the best bet is Zootopia. hmm Yeah. I think there's just... it's. I think it's the most malleable property that they have, where it can be easily, you know, adapted to do whatever they want with it. Um, but I think, you know, things like Big Hero 6, Wreck-It Ralph, you know, Tangled. Well, Tangled is good. They they explored Tangled. But, um, you know, Moana, like, I feel like they're all more specific. Like, they would work better to produce better side content than others would, mm-hmm. you know? But I think Zootopia, like, all around, could you could do absolutely anything with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would be fun to watch, you know? Like, I'd be excited to see, I don't know. Judy, 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 no, Judy, like, running after some teenagers trying to teepee a house on Halloween. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) My pitch, 
I think it would be cool if they did kind of like a Simpsons Trios of Horror style where it's like a trilogy episode where there's like three segments, but for Moana and they're like telling stories and then they could kind of go into different like mythologies that have kind of like a creepy mm-hmm. vibe to it. That'd be really cool. Oh, that could be cool. I don't have enough faith in Disney to, to like think of that though. No. I feel like that's so like, so smart. <laughs> like it's not surface level enough, you know? I yeah. feel like Disney is kind of surface level. Yeah. I mean like frozen and Christmas. That's just like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, eh, yeah, perfect. let's do it. <laughs> okay. So let's go into our main discussion. Imagine. Imagine. For us, it's different than if you're an American listening to this. But for us, it's Thanksgiving weekend in mm. October. Coming home from school, turn on the TV, and it's Family Channel, Halloween, all your favorites. Uh, I remember like that Friday being the best day of the week. Because yes. you can come home and you got... Hannah Montana Halloween, Sweet Life Halloween, Wizards Halloween, That's a Raven Halloween, and then bam, a new Halloween movie for the week. And it was just, oh, like I'm sitting in front of the TV all night, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It was gold, honestly, because everything was Halloween because they had whatever it was called. They'd theme it every year, like spook, spooktacular or whatever. Spooktober. Yeah. Or like... Spooktober. Yeah. So again, for those of you who don't know... Um, we touched on this in our high school musical episode, but in Canada, we did not have Disney channel until recently. So we grew up watching something called the family channel, which was essentially the same thing. It's just, we have a law in Canada where they have to show (laughs) Canadian content. So they had, they had some mediocre (laughs) content on that too. Yeah. So it couldn't just be strictly Disney. They had to kind of like mix (laughs) it. They tried to be creative and kind of just like intertwine it, but We could tell. Yeah, we were very much trying to be Disney. So it's essentially the same thing. I feel like what you guys watched, we watched as well. Yeah. So yeah, but we had a blast watching all of these Halloween specials. Um, And they'd always, you know, have like those commercials. I remember they had one and it was like... They had clips from like all the Halloween towns and Twitches and stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of like a poem. Do you remember Yes. That? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All of these are just slowly coming back. Oh my gosh. What was your favorite? Absolute favorite thing to look forward to, to see every year. Because it, it's so funny because mm. it's like the same movies that come every year, but you're still so excited to see them. Yeah. You know? And I can't wait to do a Disney Channel Christmas episode. Yes. That's happening. That's happening. Yes. So... I think my favorite, I mean, I always loved watching the Halloween Town. I think Twitches is probably like one of my favorites. I love Twitches anytime it came on. Um, because the thing is they didn't play these all year round. Like they only played them like yeah. in October. So, and and this was before streaming. So unless you had the DVD, which we didn't, <laughs> you, you know. Exactly. Um, so I'd have to say Twitches and Halloween Town were probably my favorites. Yeah. The first three Halloween Town, though, not the fourth. Oh, no. Oh, no, we're going to get into that. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> um, yeah, I have to agree. Like, Twitches and Halloween Town were definitely on the same playing field. And it was nice because it was like, they'd always start off at the beginning. So every weekend they would play a new one. And you just have, like, a next weekend to look forward to to, like, 
seeing the next one. And it's like, it's just always such an event, you know, yeah. like all, it keeps you engaged all October and you're just feeling spooky from the get go. And it's just such a good time, you know, Ugh, love the, love or the feeling. Sometimes they do like on a Sunday or a Saturday, they, they play like all of them back to back. Mm-hmm. So you have like all the Halloween towns, both the Twitch yeah. movies. And then like when it would get closer to Halloween on like the day of Halloween or the day before they would play like, like movies during the week. And like, yeah. that was uncalled for too. You know, yeah. they never play movies during the week. And then we also have the television specials. Yeah. Which like standout for me is the sweet life of Zach and Cody um, episode where they go into the room. Was it the, the 13th? room or on the 13th oh, floor yeah and it's haunted i love that episode That's yeah such a good episode it is it was great oh esteban deserves a grant no an oscar for that oh what is it an emmy an emmy an emmy for that performance yes oh my gosh i agree. loved it loved it and that used to like freak me out too. it always freaked me out that episode honestly like a halloween uh episode was successful if it freaked me out yeah you know? And I feel like they found a good balance where it was like funny and enjoyable, but kind of spooky. Yeah. And I feel like they don't really do that anymore, which is a point I kind of wanted to bring up because I'm on Disney Plus. They have the Halloween like collections. You can, mm-hmm. you know, find all your Halloween content there. And they have like descendants and zombies in there. And I'm <laughs> like, this stuff's not scary. We watched Don't Look Under the Bed. Like, that the is other scary. Week. That's scary. <laughs> They don't, they just don't terrify kids anymore like they used no. to. No, <laughs> like they used to. I know. And I think it's because kids nowadays are just, kids nowadays are just more boring. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't watch content as much. I think most content that is being ingested is like us. And like, I would say like late teenagers, but I don't think that younger kids or early teenagers are in their like really, like, I don't even think they're watched. They're even streaming that much, you know, like yeah. they do, but they're like, it's not cool to stream Disney. Like it's cool to stream <laughs> Netflix and like, Riverdale and all that garbage. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like the thing was like with TV, it was so convenient. It's just always there, always running. You could like, I remember just like literally having a TV running in your living room all day Yeah, and there's just always stuff to watch you know yeah. now it's like our tv only gets turned on whenever we use it mm-hmm. which is kind of like not that it's weird but it's such a different environment you know yeah i think it would be cool if they implemented sort of like channels because i think there's some streaming services that have this option and they're kind of like a live stream like feed that you can stream um and it'd be cool if they had that for halloween like on disney and they kind of had like you know disney plus's halloween stream so mm. you could just play it and then it was sort of arbitrary yeah but then with streaming it's like well i want to watch this movie so it kind of changes the whole dynamic there that could be that that's actually an interesting thing that streaming services really could do mm-hmm. you know like um even if disney plus like as a way to release movies they could do, they could stream new releases mm mm-hmm. That'd be dope. It could. It's 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 a possibility. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're getting so technological that we're gonna never have to leave our houses ever again. <laughs> I already do that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, so let's kind of like dive into the, some of these favorites that we have. Okay. Start off with Halloween Town. So it is a trilogy because we're not counting the mess. Yeah, that what do you, was Sarah Paxton mean? as Marnie, yeah. which is some tea we're going to get into as well. <laughs> yes. 
And also, like, is it a quartet or a tetralogy? Tetralogy? You know, a trilogy, and then you have... Oh, it's probably tetralogy. I, I, I don't like But I've never, I've never, I after a trilogy, I always hear people just say series. Like, I never, um, I've never heard yeah. tetralogy. The Toy Story tetralogy. I think whoever came up with those realized that nobody could say tetralogy, and they were like, okay, series. Series, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween Town. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw Halloween Town. It was such an iconic moment because it scared the living shit out of me, honestly speaking. But I still loved it, you mm-hmm. know? Because honestly, like back then, like Disney was like, they were game for for scaring kids. Like yeah. they were so about it. Like the scary masks. That was my thing as a kid. I did not like masks. I didn't like seeing like weird creaturey things that scared the shit out of me. And that's what the entire movie, that's what everybody in Halloween Town was. So I had to like face that fear to watch the movie. Yeah. And then Calabar... Calabar's so creepy. Cal- Even before he like transforms. Oh my gosh. He gives me like Willy Wonka vibes and not Oh my in gosh. A good way. He looks like Justin Trudeau and Willy Wonka had a baby. No, he does. <laughs> oh my god, I wish we could like insert a picture to reference. <laughs> he does. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. And then the second one, his son comes to avenge him. Cal. Cal. Okay, descendants totally stole that. Mal- Maleficent, Mal, yeah. Calabar, Cal. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about Cal for a second? Because, like, when I was watching, I was like, ooh, like, Cal's, like, giving me some vibes. <laughs> but then they show his face, like, on that brick. And I'm like, why did they do that to you? They did you so dirty. I know, he looks so bad. <laughs> and, like, I'm just jumping around. Is that okay? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. that's fine. We're kind of just, like, shooting the shit right now. Okay, because they say at the end of... Spoilers, by the way. I mean, I, I feel like I that think goes we've without all saying. Seen it, yeah. But they, at the end, when they like quote unquote defeat Cal, one of the characters is like, he'll be back. Luke, he's like, he'll be back. And then he never comes back to the series. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I think they were going to bring him back for the fourth movie, but the, something just jumped ship there. They probably got a new director or something. I, I do not understand what happened with them because this, the third movie picks up right after the second or closely after because they talk about the whole portal being open or whatever yeah so you can see this like overarching story Mm -hmm. and you're like okay cool they're like doing something for disney channel they're doing something yeah um they completely write out luke luke is gone yeah i i wish that they you know how they had all of the monsters and creatures like is that mean to say no they're creatures mm-hmm. um they came to like the mortal world for like whatever exchange program they should have had luke come too yeah luke yeah so instead they got lucas grubiel um and decided i don't know i guess high school musical was just popping at the time and they needed to just sprinkle their stars everywhere because that's yeah. kind of what happened to all of them they all had their foot in like something random yeah v hudge was in zach and cody for a minute yeah and they put Corbin Blue on Hannah Montana. Yeah, that's true, eh? Like, randomly. Twice. Could not escape them. <laughs> uh, but Maybe yeah. Luke and was Kelsey was in it, too. Oh, shit. That's, yes. That was literally their strategy. Yeah. Whoa, but that's smart. Okay, the trolls totally, like, DreamWorks trolls, they totally stole the design from Halloween Town. <laughs> they did. Oh, she literally looks like... Poppy? Yeah. Yeah. 
Also, they really did Sophie dirty. Yes. She's barely in the third one, and she's not even in the fourth one Her biggest role is in the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, she's clearly the most powerful witch. I really wish they explored her like that. Because, like, you know, she was the one. She was able to open the gate to Aggie's house. And she was the one that remembered the spell. And she had to help. Like, I don't even think Marnie did shit. You know, it was all. Marnie was just like, I'm a witch. I'm a witch. Yeah, literally. It's all for show. You know, if I think if Marnie or no, if Halloween Town had social media, like, she'd be an influencer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'm a witch. Marnie's, like, kind of annoying. I mean, she gets better. Yeah. Like, I think she's fine in the second one, but in the first one, she's just really annoying. She was really annoying in the first one. She talked to her mom in ways that I couldn't even imagine talking to my parents. Oh, gosh. I was waiting for her to get smacked upside the head. Right? I know her mom wanted to, too. There was a vein popping out. Okay, her mom, though? What's her name? Um, I don't know. She's always like, Mom! Wait I know she has a name. She does. Gwen. Oh, Gwen. Yeah. Gwen has some, like, her fits in the first movie. That is your aesthetic. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> you want to know what Brayden looks like, like, Gwen. seven days a week? Go look at Gwen in Halloween Town 1. <laughs> and Those honestly, are definitely Levi's. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and we can't talk about Halloween Town without talking about Aggie Cromwell, aka Debbie Reynolds. Yes. May she rest in peace. Yes. Wow. Outstanding performance. She gave her all. Her all. She was committed to Aggie Cromwell. Yeah. <laughs> they did her dirty too, though, in like the fourth movie. She's not in it. She's not in it either. It's, yo, Sarah Paxton had a vendetta against Halloween Town. Yeah. I'm calling you out, Sarah Paxton. <laughs> okay, we need to talk about that. That's yeah. probably like the, the scariest thing of all, the <laughs> Halloween Towns. They totally recast Kimberly J. Brown. Yeah. In the last film. And... didn't tell her yeah they didn't tell her she found out like i guess with everyone else can you imagine can you imagine just like seeing a trailer and you're not marnie and apparently she talked to disney about doing a fourth one and she was like yeah i'm down to do a fourth one it wasn't anything about scheduling it wasn't creative differences she was down and available and ready to do it had they asked her and they just decided not to go with her like, how do you have this this brand that you've built for years and years? How The first Halloween Town came out in the 90s, Yeah, you know? And by the time the fourth one came out, we were, we're like, looking at mid-2000s. Like, that's a long time to be working with an actress and then just booting her and not even saying, like, not even the respect to say anything. Yeah. What? And, like, it's not like they did, like, a... A time jump that that was like that substantial. I think it might have been maybe set like a year or two after. It was the, a year, and it's basically that's the same different like that's the same interval that you had between all the other films. Yeah, so you can't justify it. She doesn't even have the same eye color. Like nothing. Abs- they did didn't they even try. Well, they they made her hair like vaguely brown. And, like, maybe Sarah Paxton just, like, you know, got the role and, you know, maybe she didn't have anything to do with it. But it really seemed like Disney was, like, like, you really couldn't have come up with a different property for her. Yeah. Wasn't she on, like, Darcy's Wildlife? Wasn't yeah. She, she was Aquamarine. Aqu- yeah, I'm down for Darcy, down for Aqua. Leave Marnie alone. Yeah. Like, let Kim That's thrive. not my Marnie. I'm sorry. And I think the movie suffers because of it. Because It does, because her... I remember everyone being like, wait, <laughs> that's not the same girl. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's not the same. Like, she's not the same 
her vibe is totally different. It's totally different. It's a brand new character. That's why I don't count it. It's not canon. Sorry. It's not canon, no. <laughs> it's a trilogy. Yeah. And I feel like that plot could have been better explored too if Aggie was actually there and if actual Marnie was there. Yeah. I think even if it was the same plot, I would enjoy it more if it was the original actress and if like Aggie had a bigger role and if Sophie had a bigger role. Yeah. Because it feels very much like they were like ripping off Harry Potter. and Yeah. And like, you know what? It definitely, like, it's not like it's a completely bad movie. Like the concept is there. It's fine. No Halloween Town is like fabulous in concept. Yeah. But it's just how it was portrayed out. It's yeah. just, it looks of lesser quality than the other three. It doesn't feel the same, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, they're Disney Channel movies. So obviously, like, when we're talking about them and raving about them, we know... We know what quality they're We at. know. These aren't going to win any Oscars, but that doesn't mean we don't enjoy them. Like, they're... We watch them every year. Yeah. And people have grown up watching Halloween Town, and um, it's just... It, it's really sad that they just decided to totally... I hope if they ever do a, a reboot of Halloween Town, which they probably will, I really hope they give Kimberly the role. Yeah. <laughs> and get the whole cast back together. Well, I mean, you know, besides Aggie, unfortunately... Um, because if Sarah Paxson is reprising her role as Marnie, like, no one's watching that. Yeah. Shall we move into another classic? Yes. Um, go Twitchies. So go Twitchies. Go, go Twitchies. Twitchies. Go Twitchies. It's your birthday. It's, a, it's our birthday. It's our birthday. Oh. oh, everybody loves Twitches. Yeah. Twitches changed the game. Another one that used to scare me. With the hands, like the yes, hands. that was scary one. too. Yeah. What's the oh name? Sant Santos. Santos. Thanos. <laughs> Santos. 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 Yes, I think okay, but you know what? Loki, their mom is a little shady because after their dad died, she was like hooking up with his brother. Yeah. Her husband died. I her kids are gone. From the mom, though, I always got yeah. a weird vibe. Miranda, honestly, the. The thing I really like about Twitches is that they were the first Disney Channel movie to star adults. They're yeah. turning 21. Usually speaking, we're watching teenagers and they're 14, 14, 15, 16. Um, so it's like, even now I'm watching, I'm like, whoa, these people are like my age, you know? Yeah. And that's really cool to see. You know, in the second one, she's going to university and they're talking about stuff like that, like... That on its own, I think, kind of elevates it to a whole other level because it's just, you know, we're following a new age group and, you know, they're going to make different decisions based off of that. And that was really cool to see. Yeah. And I remember it was a huge hit. Like, it was popping. Yeah. I mean, it got a sequel. I mean, T and Tamara, throw them in anything and whew. And that's one of the, I think even, it's sort of similar with Halloween Town. It's just the cast um, and especially in, in Twitches, the, the sisters, I mean, they're sisters, so obviously they have really good chemistry. Yeah. But that's what makes the movie, you know? If it was two different actresses, I don't think the movie would be nearly no, as... Not at all. Yeah. Also, the fact that the whole movie takes place within a day. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. You don't realize it until you, like, literally... Because it's, like, it's just insane to see how much... Like, I guess even just because their sisters, their natural chemistry is there, but you'd feel their bond, like, immediately. Like, in one day, they find out they have a sister. Yeah. They find out they're from another dimension. Yeah. They find out that... They, they have powers. They have powers. <laughs> they have to defeat evil. Yeah. Like, all this stuff. Like... Their uncle's trying to kill them. Their uncle's trying to kill them. 
they learn where their actual parents are from. Yeah. Like, what? Like, y'all need to go to therapy after that. And Ileana and Karsh, I'm sorry, but they're kind of annoying. Are they the... The little those spirit guides that follow them. Oh, like, the, like they're the, married? Yeah, and yeah. they each took a baby somewhere. Yeah, they're kind of annoying. They kind of just, like... I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And they like try to have these like little pick me up one liners. And I'm like, eh, we don't need to see that. Bring yeah. us back to the witches. Yeah. I remember like around this time when I was younger, I would take like spells that I learned like in this movie and from Halloween Town. And I made myself like a little spell book during art class. Oh my God. And it like, and I would like be at lunch, like, because you're so loud and rude, it's time to have some fun with food. And I'd try to see if food would, you know work what does that spell do it like well in the movie it like it's i don't know it like picks up ketchup bottles or something and it like sprays him because <laughs> <laughs> like they were in like a restaurant and this guy was just talking super loud on the phone and just disturbing everybody um so they just you know i'd do the same yeah i mean why not they were learning how to use their powers yeah Wow, I mean, to imagine. be fair, when you think about it, Halloween Town and Twitches are very similar. Yeah, they are. They do, and the thing is, they do such a good job at, like, you know, evoking this, like, like mystical, magical spirit, like, vibe to, like, make kids think that they also have powers. Oh, yeah. I remember walking around <laughs> being like, I know it. I know I yeah. have magic. <laughs> And around this time, too, I remember when Wizards of Waverly Place came out, it was around Halloween, and they kind of went with that spooky yeah. Halloween-y vibe for, for a little bit. They ran with it. Um, so there's definitely, like, a market for it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. And even Alex kind of falls that... I mean, her name's Alex, just yeah. like Twitches. It kind of follows the same, the same vibe. Yeah. And another iconic Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus... Oh, yes. Hocus Pocus is such a good one. Yeah, that is. And you know what? That's not something that I watch every year because they never really played it on Family Channel. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Hocus Pocus was originally going to be a decom and then they were like, no, we'll release it in theaters. Yeah. But they released it in the summer of 1993. Like, <laughs> And then it didn't do well. And they were like, oh, why didn't it do well? Because you released it in the summer. Like, yeah. So it's like, because of that, I never really experienced Hocus Pocus until later on. Wait, you never watched on Family? No. Oh, I remember them playing it on Family. I don't remember it being on Family. Or if it was, it wasn't as big of an event as like Halloween Town Twitches. I don't think it really became like, because it's definitely like a cult classic. And I don't think it really achieved that status until until recently. Yeah. Like at least like over the last 10 years. But or like Hocus Pocus, they would play at like 9 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. I remember yeah. being terrified of that opening scene when you see her like... It is so scary. Like, Hocus Pocus doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they don't play it on Disney Channel during the day, because it's scary. But it's fun, too. Like, it's fun, but for it's... For a kid, it's scary. It is, but... And there's, there's like, a sexual joke in it, too. Oh, there are many sexual jokes. That's probably why it's not being as promoted as, you know, Halloween Town and Twitch is. Yeah. And right now, um, it's trending. What, what, what are the ones that are trending? What's oh, the- this is trending. Nightmare Before Christmas is trending. Yeah, they're doing really well. Yeah. I think what makes Hocus Pocus for me, though, is I just think the witches are great. And I just love, you know, Kathy and Jimmy, um, Bette Midler, Sarah I want to watch Parker. that, too. Um, but Hocus Pocus is definitely, like, I have to watch that every year. That's a must watch for me. 
do you have any like guilty kind of like you have to watch them every year and maybe they're not the most well-known but they're kind of like guilty pleasures for you oh yes um mom's got a day with a vampire do you remember oh, that oh my god i haven't seen that it's in- got so like sabrina the teenage witch her aunt is in it mm-hmm. and i don't know who the kids are but that movie is like it the aunt that was in that was the the german lady from the tipton Yes. Okay. Yes. I love her. I yes. Love her. Oh my gosh. It was, I love that movie so much. It was always just so good. I don't know why, but it, you know, it came on every year and I had to watch it. It's great. I remember watching it, but I don't remember the movie like at all. We should watch that one too. Okay. That one is so like, I can't even, it's just, it screams nineties, you know, yeah. it was just such a good time. Uh, oh, and another one, um, Phantom of the Megaplex. I've never seen that one either. You've never seen and I, that? I, I've oh heard my gosh. Many things I stand Disney Channel. Every freaking movie that came on, I had to watch. Like, well, almost every. Some of them were not good. I've also like never the mummy seen... one. The mummy one was not good. Is that one under wraps? <laughs> under wraps. Okay, I've never seen that it's one. It's not that great. No. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's been a while. I didn't like it when I watched it though. So there's also um, Mr. Boogity and Bride oh, of Boogity. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I've never seen those ones either. I have. I don't remember those, but I just remember Don't Look Under the Bed, and I remember it terrifying me. Like I was. The boogeyman, the boogeyman, and watching it back, it's not that scary. Yes, it is. I mean, when you see him and he's like, Freddy, (laughs) it turns out it's like her imaginary friend. Boogie person. Boogie person. Like, of course she's British. She's annoying. Oh my God. Boogie person. (laughs) Boogie woman. (laughs) Boogie woman. Oh God. It's just funny because they're like. The boogeyman. <laughs> I know, just, like, but I was never afraid of the boogeyman like that. I never thought the boogeyman looked like that. I literally thought it looked like a booger, you know? Like, I, d- <laughs> I didn't think he was like, Even like with the nails that- and the boogie goo and oh. Oh my God, boogie goo. Oh, yeah. And just that like, disgusted me too. Him eating it. And then the, the, the China dolls and their heads moving. If you notice, the doll is Franny. She made an imaginary friend out of her doll. The doll is wearing the exact same outfit that oh Franny's wearing at the end. I never noticed that. I noticed that when we were watching it the other day. I didn't notice it as a kid. I just yeah. noticed that. Wow. And I didn't want to say anything because I didn't know if you remembered the end, but... <laughs> wow, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm, cause I'm thinking, like, why is her imaginary friend, like, a grown woman? But that makes sense. Like, her favorite doll is probably her imaginary friend. Yeah. You know? I mean, I kind of like the whole concept that, like, your imaginary friend turns into a boogeyman when you forget about them, but... Which, like, really... kind of side note, I think that Pixar should do a movie about imaginary friends. I think that it's an entire world that needs to be explored, and it would fit into the Pixar theory because homie... What's the homie's Bing name? Bong. Bing Bong exists. Oh my god, Bing Bong's a boogeyman. He comes back in the sequel. Bing Bong's like, the boogeyman. <laughs> Who's your friend who likes to play? <laughs> Oh my or gosh. Oh, anyways. Every year... Well, I watched recently... I watched Toy Story of Terror, which I think is fun. Like, I kind of like it. That's a fun one to watch every yeah. year. But my favorite that I have to watch every year, and I'm sad because Disney Plus doesn't have it on, is Mickey's House of Villains, the House of Mouse one. Mm. That is a jam. And I know that it's basically just, like, recycled footage from the TV show, but their song, the... It's our house now. Yes. It's our, I sang that when I moved in yes. here. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. And yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I 
that is one that I haven't seen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember for some reason they played it on Family Channel for some random reason. I just woke up and it was oh sorry, Jinx. I woke up and it was on TV and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And mm-hmm. I just like hadn't seen it again till I got older. But yeah, House of Mouse. And I love that it played like kind of the it played the modern shorts, but it also played like some older shorts, which freaked me out. Like the Lonesome Ghost short, I watched it um, a while ago when, before we did our Mickey episode, mm-hmm. which y'all should check out. Um, but I watched that one and it didn't freak me out now, but as a kid, that was scary. And then the whole, do you remember the one with the gorilla that escapes the zoo and like terrorizes Donald Duck? Yes. That one oh used to scare my me gosh. Too. Wait, you're pulling that from the depths of my brain. See, again, back then, Disney was not afraid to be scary with no. kids. No, not at all. You know, I all like low key, like October, like I, I would love the thrill of Halloween, but I'd always low key be a little scared. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a it's spooky season, you know, like you got to watch your back. You never know yeah. what's happening. Watch your back. Spooky your vibes back. are high. For, yeah. <laughs> watch your back. Watch your back. Yeah. Spooky vibes are high right now. Like you never know what's in the energy, what's in the air. Which like. I want to go off into a little mini tangent right now. Yeah. I feel like Disney doesn't really scare us anymore. And I know we're getting older, so it takes less to scare us. Because kids nowadays are weenies. I just wish, you know, I, I think that a little bit of grit here and there mixed well with some other stuff is fine. Yeah. Like, um, when I watched House of Mouse, um, the, the House of Villains, I remember watching as a kid and seeing Chernabog. And I was like, who the heck is this guy? Like, where's he from? And I remember me and my cousin, we like asked my aunt, we're like, where's that guy from? And she was like, I don't know, Hercules or something. I didn't know he was from Night on Bald Mountain. I don't know that this like evil devil character existed in Disney. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. So it's just really interesting that they're kind of shying away from that. Because um, I want to see some, you know, not terrifying stuff, but it's it's nice to get a little spooked and see Disney kind of go down that that road yeah like with scare kids again yeah you know even if it's not necessarily a halloween thing put out something spooky just you like know like Coraline. Coraline is a spooky movie and it's not necessarily a halloween movie you know yeah and it's a good movie and it's scary yeah and it's kids are fine yeah you know we're fine <laughs> you know disney actually had a movie in development and it was called my people's it had a bunch of other working titles, but it was about like ghosts or something. Mm-hmm. And it was in development in the mid 2000s. Um, and I feel like that'd be really cool if they brought that back because it would be kind of spooky, kind of scary, but obviously with like a Disney charm put to it. Yeah. I think even, oh no. I was going to say like even like Pixar could do it, but I feel like they kind of, they have monsters already. Like they kind of played with that fantasy. Yeah, and Coco. Like, I know it's Day of the Dead, which yeah. is not the same as, as Halloween, and it's annoying when people, you know, confuse them, but yeah, they they went kind of, like, the spooky route with that. Yeah. With, like, the skeletons and everything. But the thing is, you know, Day of the Dead is about, like, celebrating life and kind of, like, the... Yeah. The, like... It's about, like, the beauty. Yeah, which I really like, because you know what? I'm actually going to kind of connect that to one of the a Halloween special I just thought of, the Lizzie McGuire one. Um, I remember they were having like a Halloween dance and I don't even remember the exact plot of it, but I know that Miranda was also celebrating the day of the dead with her family. And there was like a whole plot with like that. And it was like a really scary, like spooky kind of thing. Cause they were like skeletons or whatever. But 
you know, seeing the same concept. And like, that's been the only like media representation I've seen for the day of the dead. And then seeing Coco brand new light, like it's no part of it is spooky. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, like skeletons are, you know, used in Halloween to be perceived as something that is scary, but they done it in such a beautiful way for Coco. And they showed, you know, the beauty of death, not necessarily, you know, like, Ooh, like death is such a big and scary thing, you know, but it's like, you know, not even just death, it's connecting life and death. And, mm. you know, they just kind of like did something completely just, just different, you know? Because I feel like it'd be easy to be like, oh, like it's a scary day. We can make it a scary movie. But, you know, that one I'll give a pass on the spooky factor. But even still, like a little bit of spook and fun. And man, yeah. Coco is just so good. We didn't do a Coco episode, did we? No. We definitely have to. We should. I can talk about Coco for forever. Ever. Ever. Forever, ever. Oh, one thing I have to talk about, though, is the Phineas and Ferb Halloween special, The Attack of the Pharmacists, is gold. If you have Disney+, Plus, please watch it if you haven't. <laughs> it's basically um, like Night of the Living Dead, but it's Night of the Living Pharmacists. Mm. Um, and like they all become like doofenshmirtz like zombies. <laughs> anyway, it's great. And I highly recommend it. That has become a staple. And then also Gravity Falls Summerween episode. I mean, all of Gravity Falls you can watch. And essentially it's like Halloween vibes. Yeah. But Summerween is like so scary. Yeah. See, on TV, on Disney Channel, on TV, actually, they've been doing some pretty good. But mostly in their animated stuff. Um, yeah, not but like what's action. even on Disney Channel still? That's true. Is Gravity Falls still run? Well, they might be, but they're not still producing content, are they? No, yeah. It's, it's all done. just reruns. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna almost just like close up shop on Disney Channel soon. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening and then just making it Disney Plus. Yeah. But like I said, they have to be putting all sorts of content from all different verticals into Disney Plus just so they don't make it like a Disney Channel part two. Yeah. You know? They could even give like Disney Channel its own section, like how they have Disney, Pixar. Exactly. Give Disney Channel its own section. Yeah. Um,. I'd totally be down for that. Yeah, kind of like how Netflix has, like, Netflix kids. Because they are making an adult section for Disney, which is going to house all, like, the Touchstone and Fox movies and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and it, it's you're supposed to be putting a code in to access it. It'll be interesting to see that. Yeah. Future of Disney. Love to see it. All right, so that's it today for our take on Disney Channel Halloween. We hope you all enjoyed our episode as much as we did talking about it. It was so nice just like going back and diving into the past and nostalgia and talking about Disney Channel. So this is like very much the same vibe as the High School Musical episode. Yeah. So I kind of like going back into It's that. nice just kind of just like fireside chats, just yeah. diving back into the past. Yeah, a little less structured. Yeah. Please be sure to um subscribe to us on apple Podcasts apple. and spotify spotify and google google make sure to like us on facebook facebook instagram instagram and please send us an email on your thoughts on today's episode anything you want to hear if you like it if you don't like it maybe not if you don't like it constructive criticism constructive being the keyword no haters. We're a loving family. We all just drink tea and have a jolly old time here yeah. in the Spill and Diz fam. Be sure to rate us and leave a review. Um, it really helps us out. Share with all of your family and friends and Disney fanatics. You can reach me personally at Sakura MJ on Instagram. You can reach me at Braden Rosman on Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, play, play South, South Zach. Zach.